Captains by Freshford, uh, Nicky Brennan. Yes, welcome, Pat. Apologies okay. for the delay there in uh, getting through to you, but I missed a few of the scores as I was technically here, so Jerry, you might just bring us up to date what has happened. Yeah, there's four minutes gone here in Freshford. Beautiful, sunny Freshford. Uh, St. Lacton's had the better start. They won a free in the left side at midfield and Brian Kennedy put it over without a bother. And then on the right-hand side of the field in the third minute, Paddy Killeen put over a line ball. We've just had a reply for St. Patrick's Belly Ragged for Keane Doheny from a free. And now it's two points to one with five minutes gone in the game. Brian Kennedy is standing over his second free of the day at midfield. A lot of changes in both teams. Nicky might have the changes. OK, we'll have those changes for you in a moment. And uh, we're waiting on a, on a free here to be taken uh, by Brian Kennedy. It's a lovely day here in Freshford as Brian Kennedy puts that ball wide. That's a wide, a disappointing wide there for. It's now got two points to one in favour of St. Lactans here in a sun-kissed uh, Freshford here. Freshford, as uh, Jerry said, got the better start. Two points up. But Ballyragget back there with... Ian Dohany grabbing a point there on five minutes. Now the ball is over on this side of the field. There's a lot of, not often we see these neighbours playing one another. This is a big game here and they decided to toss for venue but Ballyragget will get the venue the next day. A bit of a melee over there and the ball is going to be thrown in uh, by the referee. Didn't see actually who the referee was, Jerry. That's Stephen Delaney, Ballycallan. Oh, Stephen Ballycallan. The ball is sent in and it's uh, uh, Ballyragget uh, trying to get possession of it. Who got up That's in the, up in the air there. Good play by Freshford uh, Mark Donnelly Mark Donnelly sends it back over to the far side of the field coming over to uh, Paddy Killeen Paddy Killeen got a point he's going to send it he sends it in low into the corner brilliantly caught here uh, by uh, Shane Donnelly Shane Donnelly is hitting it low sends it in brilliant stopped on the line by Ballyragg bit of bravery by Ballyragg but I think it's going to be in over the line no it's not yet it's not yet brilliant defending that's going to see what's happened yes yeah, it's Shane the green Donnelly. flag I think has gone up do you want to guess who Shane, got that score, Shane Jerry? Got it, Shane Donnelly got Yeah, he followed yeah, up. His Shane Donnelly shot. followed up the ball, but Ballyragget looked to have uh, kept it out. They made a fair effort to keep it out, Jerry. Two saves, the goalie and the full-back saved it, but Donnelly followed it up after a great shot from himself, and he left-handed home. OK, that puts Freshford into a 1-2 to 1-point lead. Uh, we're gone uh, about seven minutes here in this game here in Freshford. And uh, a tussle in the far side of the field. Two players uh, coming out the worst of the worst on that. Perhaps the Freshford player a little bit more. But a good hustle and uh, yeah, quite uh, quite a physical bat. As Pat said at the start of the program, we had so many big games already taking place here today. We'll talk to Jerry later about those. But the uh, uh, Benesbridge a big win, uh, two twenty-four to two seventeen over Shamrocks Valley Hale, which means Shamrocks Valley Hale's game with James Stevens next week is taking on added importance now because the dreaded re- relegation comes into it. Just finished in Jenkinstown a short while ago at Martin's St Martin's seventeen points, Young Ireland's fifteen points. That puts Martin's in a strong position now, and they're safe away from relegation while down the road there in Johns Park uh, Greg uh, Gray Roar in a Stig a big win over uh, O'Loughlin Gales 121 to 19 I think Pat might have been at that whereas a junior uh, game played this morning junior group C a big win for uh, Dixborough 324 to 11 points over Thomastown and uh, I didn't get the result of the Clooneen uh, Tuller game yet but Pat will possibly be talking to Seamus Kendi or we'll be talking to him this evening afterwards anyway so lots of, uh, of uh, big games here Jerry, not a lot between these two early on but the goal is could end up it's going to be uh, it was a good yeah, start for Freshford. That was a great start for Freshford. They had two good points before that too. Um, just from the puck out after the goal, there was a clash there between Barry Staunton and Parik Donnelly. Barry Staunton has picked up a yellow card. Parik Donnelly is picking himself up off the ground and Brian Kennedy has taken the free. OK, and well now we're um, 
the two teams over on the far side of the field are trying to build up a bit of play here number 19 for Valley Ragged is Barry Staunton didn't get his name at the start but he seems to be playing here alright but it uh, sent out by Jeff Brennan Jeff Brennan sends that ball up the field here but Brian Kendi cuts it out he's a brilliant reader of the game coming in here rides in one hand straight in front of us here racing down the field on the right hand side just in front of the sand he sends the ball in and that's looked like a neat neat point by Brian Kennedy uh, playing as well as ever Jerry uh, Brian Kennedy I could say looking at him hurling all day that was fabulous he started off in his own wing on the left wing brought the ball across the field flicked it over a player's head ran and put it over the bar off his right hand side he's a yeah, fabulous player absolutely another point for uh, St. Lactons it pushed them 1-3 to a point up here we're gone about 9 minutes here as uh, a line ball oh, ball over the line here so it be another uh, free puck for the uh, St. Lactons that's a quickly taken there by uh, Brian Kendi Brian Kendi sends it back uh, to goalie Darren Brennan Darren Brennan sends it along up they go for it in the air who's going to get this ball it's going to come in uh, to the St. Acton's Kahaliki Kahaliki at number 13 switches it back here out the field further sends that ball in and that looks like it could be another point from uh, Cahal O'Leary who puts that ball over the bar uh, nice play from Freshford there Jerry throwing the ball around very well yeah, it came from a quick line ball here on the left-hand side back to Darren Brennan. He delivered along to Cahaliki and out to Cahalaliri and over the bar. Yeah, Ballyragged now need to start making an impression here because the Freshford men are going through. Now it is with uh, Bill Staunton. Bill Staunton has the ball, but he's going to lose it. The Freshford men are on the body right on the sideline. It'd be difficult keeping this over the, from going over the line, but it is the Freshford men that comes out. It's Brian Kenny again. He's stripped and there's a free out on the 45-metre line. Good recovery there by the St. Lacton's player stage. Ballyragged lads should have had the ball, but Bill Staunton couldn't control it. This uh, Freshford already playing a dominant game here in uh, sunny uh, Park Lockton here in Freshford. One goal and four pints, two one pints. Uh, Barry Stanton is starting. I wasn't given his name before the match. I was told to Sean Brennan was on, but maybe he's on as well. Uh, the Ballyragged team in goal is Peter Holhan, Richie McAvoy, Mark Stanton and Mick Kelly. Uh, although Mick Kelly was picked at right half-back, I'm not sure. Probably Barry Stanton was given me, should have been the name given to me. Mick Kelly, Stephen Stanton and Rob Doheny. Rob Healy and Paddy Brennan, Jeff Brennan, Bill Staunton and Sean Brennan, Keane Donny, Jack Morrissey and Conor Bulger. As Brian Kennedy gets ready to take this, just on his own 45 metre line, he looks up, he's going to send it long and he gives it plenty of sky, he sends it over in, uh, uh, coming out at the edges, we're up, they go for it in the air, who's going to win this ball? The Ballyraglet should be on it, no it's not cleared yet, they're trying to bring the ball out, one-handed effort won't work here in uh, Park Lockton, but uh, the Ballyraglet men are coming out and it should be a free and they don't get a free but the ball is going to be played on, the Ballyraglet men sending it long and it is um, uh, Jeff Brennan I think is back there, yeah back there but the Freshford men win back the ball here this is with Cahill O'Leary out in the wing Cahill O'Leary sends it in long sends it in high and sends it in over the bar uh, great accuracy there from Cahill O'Leary Jerry. very good yeah but uh, Ballaragot certainly making a mistake they have too many, many men in defence at the moment and uh, Brian Kennedy and James Maher both of them could have gone to, for that ball to deliver absolutely Freshford Ben coming back with the ball here. Clayton Berrigan sends it back to Darren Brennan. He's going to send it out here. Uh, sends it a bit, a bit long. This one might go over the line. Just a little bit of a careless ball there from Darren Brennan. Paddy Killeen couldn't get to it, so it's going to be a line ball. A line ball for uh, the Ballyragget men. Mick Kelly is going to take this here on my right. Ballyragget need a response now. They trail by one goal and five pints to a pint, and they need to do something about it. Mick Kelly gets this ball, sends it across the field. It's one back, with, uh, but the Ballyragget has it again. It is uh, with uh, Bill Stanton. Bill Stanton has the ball, but he loses again and it is the freshman Paddy Killeen gets the ball after a nice pass this should be another point for the freshman land he sends it in high and he sends it uh, wide on this occasion an opportunity there for uh, the, the St. Lactus that's two wides uh, for them as I say, beautiful day, nice crowd here in uh, Freshford with a lot of games played this morning, I suppose. This is an attractive game to come to. 
We understand the Shamrocks game is a reason for why that was on the score. I'm not sure why all the rest of them have to be played just like that. Down at the top end of the field, Ballyraggett have a chance to get on the ball here, but the fresh for defence are holding up well. Yeah, there it goes back to Darren Brennan. Darren Brennan will look up. He has a little bit of time, just taken maybe a little bit too long with it, but he sends it again. And a bad delivery from Darren Brennan just took a little bit too long there to make up his mind, Jerry. He did, yeah. Yeah, un- unusual for Darren Brennan. Out over the sideline here in front of the stand, and uh, Steve is starting to stand over the line ball. And Stephen says the ball, but it goes straight to James Marr. James Marr sends that ball back into the corner. Who's going to win this ball? Brilliantly caught there uh, by Shane Donnelly. Shane Donnelly back to Paddy Killeen again. Paddy Killeen from distance. This one has the radar wrong again. Gone wide on the other side of the field. Uh, disappointing there for um, Paddy Killeen. But really sharp, which was Kahaliki who got that ball. Controlled it really well. Bally Ragged have a chance here now. Now it is with Barry Stanton. Barry Stanton from way out the field. Sends it in high. Not sure he has the radar. Does he have the radar? He does. A brilliant point from Barry Stanton. They needed that, uh, Jerry. Yeah, definitely, absolutely they needed because Freshford have been on top so far. Yeah, one goal and five points uh, to two points here in, uh, in, in, in Freshford. They're now gone about 14 minutes here in the game here in Park Lockton. The ball is fucked out the far side of the field, but St. Lacton's have the players to Jeff Brennan trying to get the ball out, wearing 10 but playing in defence. Uh, uh, a line ball on the far side of the field. Valley Ragged player was pushed over the line a bit but I think uh, the line ball went off of a Freshford player so it's going to be taken uh, by possibly Jeff Brennan was going to take it no he's leaving that to be taken by Robbie Dohany over on the far side of the field where the dugouts are here in Park Lockton the stand is great here on a wet day but it's equally good here on a nice sunny day as well taken by Rob Dohany and a brilliant ball for Rob Dohany up into the right hand corner who's going in to get that it is Jack Morrissey Jack Morrissey is pushed in the back but no says the yes the referee calls back play and it was a fairly obvious foul alright Jerry yes uh, Jack Morrissey first of the ball Crivan Bergen I suppose gave him the nudge and uh, it's a free now on the 20 metre line from the right hand side of the field Keane Dohany's going over to take it yeah, you disappointed yourself yesterday, Jerry. your game against uh, Bar Rangers? Yeah, no joy. Bar Rangers beat us 219 to 19 points. Um, have to say, Jason Holden on goal for Bar, Han- Bar Rangers yesterday was absolutely excellent. He scored, he saved at least four, maybe five potential goal chances that we had. But at the end of the day, they finished better and they were the slightly better team. OK, this free is going to be taken by Keane Dohany. Normally very accurate from free is, is uh, Keane wearing number 13 over on the far side of the field just barely in from the sideline getting ready to take this Ballyragget need every opportunity like this they can get Keane sends it in and uh, yes. he sends it straight over the bar a good point there by Keane Dohany uh, from an awkward angle always good to have a good free taker on board Jerry. absolutely yeah yeah. that's uh, two frees for Keane Dohany and one from play from Barry Staunton for St. Patrick's ok 15 minutes and the ball is poked out is one back by the, ba- by the Freshford as Mark Donnelly Mark Donnelly back sends the ball back but it comes down here to a chance here again Ballyragget should win this ball no they've lost it again Paddy Kill it's a no number 22 for St. Lacton's I think that's probably Daramar Daramar sends that ball in and sends the ball over the bar again we've been uh, confused again we weren't given Daramar's name before the start of the game at all but Daramar uh, puts the ball over the bar probably a ball that Bally Ragged should have cleared really Jerry. yeah they had a chance to clear it but uh, Daramar's good hurler he won't uh, miss a chance like that the ball is poked out again Bally Ragged have a chance here now it's with uh, Keane Donny. he drops it can he get it up again he does he's trying to get through he has some good space here to get the ball in it does come in here uh, to Jack Morrissey Jack Morrissey has the ball he needs to uh, Jack needs to start working here and yes. he's fouled and it's a free in getting a pressure Bally Ragged getting a bit out of Jack Morrissey he's going to be their key forward here he has to step it up 
Uh, Jack Morris is a great target man. He's a powerfully built forward and uh, always has been very good. Good underage hurler, played with some of the Kenny teams. So if they keep getting low ball into him, it'll be uh, very difficult for the freshman defence to deal with him. He's a good player. And it's Keane Dohany now taking this. This is uh, just outside the 45 metre line, straight in front of the post. This is a very scoreable free for uh, Keane Dohany for St. Patrick's Valley Ragged. They need a score here badly. St. Lactans lead 1-6 to 3 points. This will narrow the margin a little bit. Keane sends it in. There should be no doubt about it. And there isn't any doubt about it either. He puts that ball over the bar uh, to, to make it 1 goal and 6 points uh, to 4 points here in the JJ Cavan and Sons Junior Hurling Championship game here in in Park Lockton in Freshford. Valley Ragged with it again. Barry Stanton. Barry Stanton sends a pass across to Stephen Stanton. But it's gone wayward and gone over the line. And it's going to be a line ball uh, for the Freshford men. Over on the far side of the field, beautiful day here in Park Lockton in a pristine pitch that you'd uh, you'd have to hurdle well on it. And Stephen Stanton coming out with the ball, he turns left and right, sends it across here. Oh, that could have gone wrong. No, it's just about worked out. It came across to Rob Downey, it's back up the field again, but it comes into the hands there of the Fred Fresh for number six, Benny Quinn. Brendan Quinn sends it across to Connor Donnelly, Connor uh, Donnelly, I should say. Connor Donnelly, uh, Fresh for their tossing it around now. Now it comes over to uh, the number 20. That number 20 is Jack Hickey. Jack Hickey sends the ball long down the field. Valley Ragged attacking this ball here. They will win this ball here. Keane Donny, interestingly, is playing very deep now. Has come out the field a little further. Uh, Barry Stanton drops that ball. That's costly. He, needn't, he shouldn't be doing that too often. But it is Parik Donnelly who sends the ball into the corner. Racing out for the ball is the uh, Valley Ragged fullback. Going out for that is Mark Stanton. Mark Stanton tries to break out. Sends it across to Jeff Brennan. Jeff Brennan tries to break away. Uh, he uh, is held up. But uh, Valley Ragged playing a little bit better now. A bit more direct now. Lovely ball uh, sent in into the corner here now. There's a shot, but Jack Morrissey is behind his marker. Uh, his marker, Craig Tom Berrigan, sends the ball out to James Marr. James Marr here in front of me sends the ball down to this side of the field. Lovely touch here. Moving on to the ball is uh, Brian, Brian Kendi. Brian Kendi, he's, a, he's supposed to be a, fo- a back, but he's uh, sending the ball in and he sends it wide. Uh, very unlike Brian Kennedy wide. He broke very deep from the defence uh, to pick up that ball from James Marr. The ball is sent out again, moving fast up the field. It is Robbie Healy. Robbie Healy sends the ball to Jack Morrissey. Jack Morrissey, Jersey was being hauled held, but the referee didn't see it. Marcy sends, sends a shot in. He should have been actually got a free there for that one, but the Freshford lads got away from Now there's going to be a free out. No, there's not. Uh, I think the referees case of their two wrongs are, are making a, are not didn't make a right in that case. There should have been a couple of frees there. Broken down, Ballyragged break down this ball here, coming out uh, with the ball. Is there um, is there number six? That's Stephen Santon sends the ball in, but brilliantly cut out by Brian Kendi. Brian Kendi uh, is slapped on the hand, and the referee says there is going to be a free out. Brian in the process of sending the ball back to Darden Brennan got a slap in the hand but he'll be okay in a moment um, certainly Stephen Delaney letting the play go there Jerry. he is yeah it's going to be well worth the struggle between Jack Morrissey and Crivon Bergen because they're both uh, letting fly at each other in there and um, yeah he, he could have given the free either way there a minute ago but he let it go and no free now uh, Brian Kelly won one and Darren Brennan is about to take it out of defence yeah Darren Brennan taking this now just outside the uh, circle there and close to the 45 metre line this will go long there's a good movement in the Freshford team Jack Hickey moving out to the left does Darren Brennan see him he does he picks him out on the far side of the field up they go for it in the air backs and forwards and uh, it is uh, the Benny Ragged men who will they get possession no it wasn't this side it is Jack Hickey with the ball playing well he sends the ball in a chance here now uh, a free shot there for the, for the Freshford lads over the bar and that's uh, a good point let's see who got that one does Connor Donnelly Connor Donnelly was it yeah number two uh, Connor Donnelly is actually wearing two but he's out the he's out the field a fair bit but he pops that over the bar nice bit of passing uh, among the Freshford lads there 
Yeah, he was actually covering there for Brian Kendi. Uh, he's uh, he's out left half back. He's at the moment, and Brian Kendi's gone in corner back to recover there for a few minutes. So Donnelly popped up, and knocked that one. Yeah, down that's the bar. It. and that score was got on the on the 20 minute mark. Now getting ready to uh, puck out the ball. There's a little injury to a player, a belly ragged player on the far side of the field yet, but he's fine. He'll be back up. Look, it's a good competitive game, but you just see the, the edges with the, the Freshford lads still, Jerry. Definitely, and uh, as it was, as I said, Ballaragat have withdrawn an awful lot. Jack Mercy's the only man now inside the 45 metre line, so if he doesn't win a ball in there, their scoring chances are pretty reduced. Absolutely, yes, and uh, Freshford's half back line very strong with Brian Kennedy, James Marr in particular, very dominant as Freshford win that ball back again. It's now with uh, Mark Donnelly. Mark Donnelly sends the ball over to the far side. Line. It should be won here by Barry Stanton. Off of Freshford's hand. Oh, I thought maybe it was a slap, all right. Maybe the ref the linesman says it's actually a line ball to Freshford. Not sure who that lineman is. That's Peter, like Burke Peter Burke Burke, I think, yeah. is it? Yeah. Peter yeah. and Connor Everett is at this side. Yeah. Okay, a line ball for Freshford on the far side of the field. Little movement here is Cahal O'Leary. Is he going out to take it? No, he's not. He was looking for a quick ball. The ball is sent in right into the uh, left hand corner. Racing on to is uh, Paddy Killeen. Paddy Killeen from an acute angle. This would be a terrific point because over the bar, no, a little bit too ambitious. ambitious. And he sends that one wide. Probably needed to just recycle that ball, Jerry. Ah, yeah, there was no way he was going to score from there. And, and like Paddy has hit uh, three wides now. Ball poked out to this side of the field. A good cut here uh, by Keen Donnie. Keen Donnie looks up to get the ball. He sends it in, uh, sends it across to the far side of the field. But who's coming to attack this ball? Barry Stanton breaks that ball. But it's won again here by Brian Kennedy. He's uh, just playing this game just on his terms the whole time. Darren Brennan sends a low ball down the middle well picked out there he picks out the number 10 that's uh, Cahill O'Leary Cahill O'Leary sends it across here now to Mark Donnelly Mark Donnelly and another switch back to Cahill O'Leary back again now to Parik Donnelly it's Donnelly's on O'Leary's on the ball here Parik Donnelly sends that ball in again goes in high who's going to win this ball it's broken down this is a dangerous ball here Bally Raggett on the ball oh there's a right clash in here but the referee lets the play go on and uh, just needs to be a little careful the referee he needs to be a little bit careful there's a yeah. couple of incidents there he's probably just a little bit lenient on Jerry yeah, yeah, Richie McAvoy took Shane Donnelly out of it there. Um, thankfully, they're up. I say Shane Donnelly is uh, a bit shook, but he's OK. But uh, it definitely was a free-in for me. Yeah, I totally agree there. Just needs to be a little bit careful. A free is a free is a free. It's going to be a free out now at this stage. So the referee, Stephen Delaney, checking with uh, one of his umpires. I think that could be Johnny Ronan, I'm not sure. Asking him for his opinion on it. But there's going to be a free out, I think. Yeah, don't forget later, um, the John Locks and Emeralds, they're playing over in uh, Tullerone. Uh, John Henriques is going to be there for us, although Jerry Dunham we know is actually going there as well. So lots and lots of activity. I haven't seen or heard the result from Tuller and Clonine, but I suspect that would probably be a Tuller victory, I would imagine. It's a free out here now to be taken by the Ballyragget goalie, Peter Hoolan. He sends it long down the field. Up they go for it in the air. Who wins that? Does too many Freshford guys around the place, and it comes back to Brian Kennedy again. He's totally dominating this game. Left, right, and over to this side of the field. All alone uh, is... Um, Daramar Daramar very man sends it into the corner up they go high in the air it should be the Ballyragget goalie's ball Peter Holan will he come out to get the ball he sends it out and a wayward ball out of Peter Holan sends it over the line and again this uh, short tapping out from goalies and all that Jerry it does not good it, it's no. not good because it, they're not the, the hurlers are not sharp enough to grasp those balls no and they're putting pressure on their own on their own uh, defenders and uh, it's just uh, it's an inter-county thing that I suppose it, it may work but at junior club level in Kilkenny uh, I think uh, short ball unless you're playing like Brian Kennedy there at the back he's just sweeping around and running the show as you said uh, as he likes absolutely Paddy Killeen taking this line ball about 30 metres out from the goal it's a beautiful line ball but the red 
side errors off and it's another ride uh, for the Freshford lads. We just disappointed with that. Paddy just needs to spread around a little bit better. Um, the ball has been poked out coming down here. Neil Jeff Morris, you see on that ball, the Freshford are going to win this ball here. A ball is over to this side of the field. No, there's a right tussle here in front of us. No clear winner of the ball. Who's going to win it? It's gone over the line and it's uh, St. Patrick's it's ball. It's off, uh, off of a Freshford foot. I think it could be off James Maher's foot. It is, yeah. I don't yeah. think even James knew where it was. It was four no. minutes tussle there and just went off his foot. Strongly built man, James Maher. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, not so long ago he was wearing the black and amber of Kilkenny. As uh, Jack Morrissey comes out here, I'm not quite sure the logic of Jack Morrissey coming out to take line balls from here when the ball is going to be going in into where he is. Don't see the logic in that, Jerry. No, uh, unless he scores it. Now he's outside the 65 metre line. He's 66 metres from goal. It would be some line ball if he scores it. But other than that, I'd like to have Jack Morrissey in the square. I think so too. That's probably where he uh, will be most effective. And Conor Everett would want to take that flag out of the way as well, or at least pull it down one side. Yeah. Yeah. Now, no. to be honest about it, it now proves there was no logic whatsoever in uh, Jack Morrissey going for that, but it looks like there's going to be a free for the Freshford men. One of the Freshford players was stripped, and it's going to be a free. But it seemed pretty illogical for um, Jack Morris to be taking that line ball, Jerry. Strange decision, yeah. Uh, 66 metres out. Not many line balls to score from that distance, unless you're Joe Canning. Yeah. But um, it only went about three metres. And uh, as I said, uh, if someone was able to pop it into Jack Morrissey, he's deadly in front of the goal. Absolutely. The, um, the Shamrocks Valley Hill losing this morning to Venice Bridge, it it's brings a little bit of excitement to the senior championship. It sure does. I'd be expecting the Shamrocks and James Stevens to be a cracker next week. Um, I suppose uh, it's been a hard weekend for the Shamrocks. Um, not easy play today. Um, yeah, and of course we send our condolences to the family of Tommy Field and a stalwart over many years uh, for uh, Shamrocks Valley Hill. Sadly, um, uh, taken to his eternal reward and uh, funeral on this evening and tomorrow. And we send the condolences of all Gales of Kilkenny and also from ourselves here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Uh, his brother Paul, obviously very involved with the Lachlan Gales these days. Brian Kenny getting ready to take this free now. And saw a momentarily stop there when a player got treatment. Brian looking up, still looks as fit and as agile as ever. And a huge player in the St. Lacton team. The ball lands in around the goal area. Danger for the Ballyragged men. Who's going to win this ball here? It should be a Ballyragged ball. Yes, it's coming out the field here. And it's with uh, Bill Staunton. Bill Staunton stepped up off the hands of Jeff Morrissey. Now there's a chance here. Jeff Brennan has this ball now. He needs to make up his mind which direction he's going. But he was being held and it's going to be a free for the Ballyragged men, which I expect Keane Dahani will take. Bang in the middle of the field, just a little bit uh, over on the right-hand side is Stephen Delaney asked bringing the ball up. I'm not sure he made a, a gesture there a moment ago, and he is. Somebody a little bit of lip, obviously, to Stephen. So Stephen is going to bring the ball forward, making it that little bit easier uh, for the uh, Ballyragged men. In the last probably 10 minutes, the Ballyragged has come more into the game, I think, a bit more. They've been more competitive. They have, but as I said, uh, Jack Morris is still the only man inside a 45-meter line. They've moved uh, Jeff Morris, Jeff Brennan, sorry, Jeff Morris is out injured. They've moved Jeff Brennan from right half back to left half forward, and it's made a difference. Jeff has won the last two balls; he won that free as well. He's now marking James Maher, so it should be some good tussle. Yeah, Keane uh, Dohany gets that ball and sends it straight over the bar. He's, a, as I say, a good free taker over the bar there, and that makes it one goal and seven points, uh, two five points. It's double scores. It's about 28 minutes. There's probably a few. Minutes 
minutes of uh, injury time to be played because of different stoppages could be three or four at least I would say and just as I say that there's a, just a momentary stoppage on the far side of the field but Darren Brennan is getting ready uh, to puck the ball out looking up to see where he's uh, going his players are spread all over the field but he's going to go long he sends the ball long over to the far side of the field up they go for it in the air broken down uh, Freshford lads are going to win this ball no they're not Ballyragget contesting it very well a bit more competition from the Ballyragget lads now in the last uh, 10 minutes it must be said and Ballyragget are trying to get on this ball again but it is this one is Brian Kennedy pops across here to James Marr they just have a a great understanding James Marr his shot is hooped but the Freshford lads they do win the ball it's back with Paddy Killeen he needs to he sprays it out now to, uh, to Mark Donnelly Mark Donnelly sends the ball in again but Ballyragget cut it out very well well cut out there by the Ballyragget lads they all they need to uh, get the ball out a good tackle there but good play by Ballyragget up again to Robbie Healy Robbie Healy sends the ball in on top of Jack Morrissey but the ball goes back to Conor Donnelly who sends it back very quickly uh, to Darren Brennan Darren Brennan out to James Marr good uh, interplay between the Freshford lads it comes now to Benny Quinn Benny Quinn is going to send this uh, across the far side field a brilliant ball inside danger for the Ballyragget lads it's going to be definitely a free in here I think they had no the referees waving play on and uh, it's going to be a free in I think he did give advantage but the the, the Ballyragget lads had closed ranks after they had committed the foul it was a fabulous ball Uh, Blacktons have this uh, game plan now they're letting everything back to Darren Brennan he's coming out the 20 metre line he hit that to James Marr low ball to Benny Quinn low ball into Shane Donnelly Shane Donnelly was fouled Um, the style of hurling they're playing is very attractive to watch yeah yeah, and it is um, you know, it's, it's a high tempo standard for junior level as well to it be is, fair about it's, it now. it's above uh, a lot of clubs are, what clubs are capable of at junior level Ballaragher find it uh, hard to deal with it at the moment but they're uh, they're fighting manfully they are yes it's one goal and seven points to five points it's uh, double scores but still this is a free in for the Freshford lads and they're sent over the ball by Cahill O'Leary and that makes it one goal and eight points uh, to uh, five points we're heading up very close now to the half time whistle but there's a few minutes of injury time will be played in this half I'd say the Ballyragglets have whatever breeze is in it it's not too it's not too prevalent but Ballyragget breaking through Jeff Brennan has the ball he, he just sends it back again he sends it all dropped again they're just a bit, goes back to um, Bill Stanton Bill Stanton was fouled bit of a clothesline foul there a bit bit careless on the part of Freshford because he probably was going not really too far with the ball Jerry a little bit careless there was no need for it Bill is working hard though in fairness and uh, must be said that uh, St. Lacton's are lined out without Liam Hickey their free taker today he's a big loss to them up front yeah and uh, Mally Rafter is also missing with a That's hamstring right. injury you know they're a huge loss both have been very prominent for St. Lacton's on the other in, hand there's no sign of Kevin Kelly playing for St. Patrick's yeah, yeah. So Kevin has been tormented with injuries now for many yes, years for years. it's going yeah. to be hard to come back I'd say at this stage as Keenani inside the six 65 metre line at his own end of the field he has a breeze there's a bit of a breeze alright uh, that the Ballyragget lads have this one has gone in around the goal area Darren Brennan uh, lets it go wide this one is wide and uh, it's a wide for Ballyragget they'll be disappointed with that he just didn't get enough power behind the ball there was too much height as Darren Brennan gets the ball here look at low trajectory on the ball it really is a, a, a defender's nightmare to win that ball Paddy Killeen sends that ball across across to the Freshford lads they're moving the ball really well now it's with uh, Mark Donnelly Mark Donnelly has the ball and he sends it in he sends it in and sends it straight over the bar it's a uh, very who got that was Mark Donnelly yes. Mark Donnelly that was right yeah. wearing number 5 playing in midfield yeah yeah playing very well is uh, is Mark Donnelly that's one goal and nine points uh, two uh, five points playing very very well And opens up a 1-9. That's a seven-point lead for the Freshford lads. It's a decent score enough. They have the breeze in the second half as well. The breeze is 
not huge but it's not insignificant either Ballyragget is going to have to work very hard at breaking out with the ball here with their uh, full back Mark Stanton they do very well and uh, the referee is giving a free in there it's uh, yeah kind of a harsh call that one well he just dropped the hurley one yeah. of his technical ones he was after yeah. walking really hard doing everything right he was. And, uh, he, was. he got a few hard old tackles on the way out there a few shots all right he did yeah there was, there was a Brian Kennedy got a hard shot going up the left wing as well he's yeah. taking a swing of the bottle he's okay um, Mark Stanton got a hard shot but he Dropped the hurling, passing the ball, and now Cahill O'Leary sends over the free. Yeah, handy enough free for Cahill O'Leary. He's popped over a few scores from that angle there. Nice striker of the ball, and he makes no mistake and puts it over the bar and makes it one goal and 10 points to 5 points, putting the uh, Ballyragget lads in a tough position now at half time. They need to do something, and at this stage, referee Cahill, uh, Stephen Delaney, I should say, he calls half time on it at about, he only played about uh, two, 32. three minutes yep. yeah, of injury time. It's 1 10 to 5 points, and uh, the Ballyragget lads have played plenty of work to do Jerry in the second half to have to have yeah I make it 110 as well the scoreboard is on 1-9 but 110 to 5 points um, there is a slight breeze uh, it's dying a little now but uh, the style of hurling that St. Lactons are playing is very attractive and as you said it's probably a little step ahead of Junior and St. Patrick's are finding it difficult they're trying to contain it they have a lot of men withdrawn which means there's only one man up front and uh, if he doesn't win ball and he's not getting much in the last 10 minutes in fairness he was doing well early on Jack Morrissey but the supply has dried up but uh, St. Lactons definitely in control here yeah so that's it Pat here from uh, Park Lockton at halftime in the uh, JJ Cabin and Sons Junior Hurling Championship League Championship it is uh, St. Plactons Freshford in control here 110 to 5 points and uh, we'll back to you and we'll talk to you in 10 or 12 minutes time OK thanks lads uh, so St. Lactons uh, setting the pace again as they do in nearly all their matches and uh, they're in control and a junior match this morning in Group C uh, Round 8 uh, Dixborough 324 Thomastown 11 points so uh, Dixborough winning that one pretty well. Bennis Bridge have beaten the Shamrocks 2.24 to 2.17. That was in the Senior Hurling League Championship. Uh, the Roar in Astig, uh, they accounted for O'Loughlin's uh, 1.21 to 1.9. That was in the intermediate uh, grade, while St. Martin's beat Young Ireland 17 points to 15. And a junior result there saw uh, Tullerher Ross Birkin uh, beat Clonine 4.27 to 4.7. So you're up to date there on scorelines. Country Style Foods supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Okay, some uh, scorelines just from earlier today. 12 noon throw in there for uh, Shamrocks uh, against Bennett's Bridge and Bennett's Bridge winning that one 224 to 217. Owen Cody sent off there for uh, two yellow cards. And uh, other results then from earlier today is with St. Martin's beating Ireland 17 points to 15. The Roaring Stee got the better of O'Loughlin Gales. That was 121 to 19. The Roaring Stee all the way in that one. And uh, Tullaher Ross Burke and uh, they beat Clonine 427 to 47. Uh, Thomastown uh, in the junior uh, Group C, Dixborough won that one pretty handsomely. It was a 324 to. Uh, uh, 11 points or something of that nature anyway I'll check on it and uh, at the moment St. Lactons are leading uh, against St. Patrick's Ballyragget won 10 to 5 points and a game to go ahead later on at half past 3 the Emeralds against John Locks that's in Tullerone and we'll be keeping you in touch with that with Barry Henriquez as well as the game develops so uh, those are your score lines at the moment and um, 
3.24 to the Borough uh, 11 points to Thomastown that junior game this morning in uh, under 13 Ryan B uh, there was a win for Clara over Aaron's own 4.14 to 1.5 that was uh, under 13 Ryan B preliminary round and also an under 13 A hurling championship uh, it was James Ford 6.13 Monkine 7 points Okay, uh, that's uh, the scorelines from uh, air so far today. And of course, uh, there was plenty on yesterday as well. Under 13, uh, Ryan A saw Lachlan Gales beat Greg Bally Callum 114 um, to 13 points. While um, in junior uh, group C, Liz Downey beat the Roaring Steag 18 points to 12. So those are scorelines you may not have had. And uh, we'll be heading out there in a moment. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Okay, the deadly duo, Nicky Brennan and uh, Jerry Drennan. Yes, yeah, so welcome back here. We're just about to start uh, as we were setting up at the start of the game. There was a minute of silence in memory of the late Ned Kennedy, uh, who died recently. We had a tribute to Ned on our station yesterday morning as well. So we send condolences to his family. A huge loss. He would have been watching this game here as the ball is uh, thrown in there by Stephen Delaney. And it's fresh for the guys on the attack again. And you won't be surprised to hear me saying it's Brian Kennedy moving up the wing here with the ball. Taps it up in front of him here. Just is uh, just so much skill in that sends the ball in around the middle and uh, looking for the ball there freely is uh, Parik Donnelly Parik Donnelly's down on the ground he's uh, lost the ball dispossessed there's a right tussle for the ball here I'd say the freshman lads are going to come out here Ballyrag is struggling to win this ball here making headway they're just off but it's coming off this side of the field yes to guess the right who does it come out to it's Brian Kennedy he swaps the ball back to uh, Kotlick and Kotlick's shot is uh, blocked but Ballyrag is struggling to get the ball uh, at this stage Jack Barcy hushed out of the way here there is a bit of a tussle there there might be a hot ball here from referee uh, Stephen Delaney it might be wise to do that and uh, just a lively start to the second half there Jerry. Lively start yeah um, Brian Kennedy on the ball beat three Ballaragut men and then took a late tackle from Bill Staunton but up on his feet and on the ball again and throw in yeah. here now and it is uh, yeah Freshford had lots of the legal pass yes it is an illegal pass alright yeah we hear there was a late call by referee Owen Bean in Jenkinstown today we'll be hearing it from Shane Cullen tonight where a Sean Carey goal in the last minute was disallowed because of an illegal hand pass obviously just hearing a few lads who were at the match here uh, they said they were too far away couldn't call it now we're not saying Owen Bean was wrong but it's a big call to make late in the game as Keane Donnie gets ready to take this inside the 65 metre line Ballyragget needs scores they trail here by 110 to 5 points badly need a score maybe a goal as well to get into the game St. Lacton's looking sharp and decisive very clear style about their play as Jerry alluded to there moving the ball at pace low from the fence right up the field and moving onto the ball as Keane Donnie gets ready to take this it's a nice striker of the ball I'm not sure if that's gone over the bar though it's not it was a, just one of those bit of a casual strike Jerry yeah it was that's two freeze white now for Keane um, ok over on the far side of the field the James ball is straight Mar- out to James Marr who's all his own and James Marr sends it wide at the far side of the field he had a clear shot all in his own unchallenged for that and it's going to be a puck out uh, for Peter Holhan in the uh, St. Patrick's Ballyrack goal but he sends it straight out uh, to uh, Parik Donnelly who returns the ball and he sends it wide again so uh, not sure um, if the wind is that big a factor there Jerry. No, I just think there was three bad strikes. One from James Mayer, one from Donnelly, and a free went wide. Over Ballyraget. on the far side of the field, it's uh, Peter Hulhan with that ball. He sends it out. Ballyragget struggling to get this ball here. Jeff Morris is there. Keane Dahoney is there. Who's coming out with the ball? St. Lactons are there in numbers, but it is. It should be the Ballyragget man with the ball, but they lose it again. 
Uh, trying, struggling to get that ball here. It is with the, the Ballyracket men. Moving with the ball here now is day number 14, Jack Barsi. Jack Barsi sends the ball out to uh, the number 19. That's Barry Stanton. Barry Stanton sends in around the ball here. Brilliantly caught here by the fullback. That's Greg Hornberrigan. Sends the ball over to the far side of the field. Moving to this James Maher. It bounces nicely for him here on the firm ground here in Park Lockton. And he sits it left-handed up on the right-hand side of the field. Going for the ball is Paddy Killeen. The ball is going to bounce well for Paddy Killeen. Paddy Killeen, is he going to have a shot from the side? Then left-handed shot from the sideline. An awkward angle. Sends the ball in and that ball is wide and was uh, just something that probably Paddy has to be careful of. He's been a, he, he tries it he tries some shots from very awkward angles at times. He does, yeah. Look at the radar isn't working for Paddy today. He got well did well to get on the ball. Good ball by James Maher. Um Jack Morrissey is now moved out to centre forward for uh, St Patrick's and he's been policed now by James Maher. So yeah, it does look like though that uh, that shot from Paddy Killeen was uh, a bit of advantage which didn't happen, so the referee calls back the play and is given a free to uh, Cahal O'Leary. Maybe that's why, to be fair to uh, Paddy Killeen, he had a shot, he knew there was advantage coming his way. We didn't see Stephen Delaney with his hands in the air, but that ball has gone oh, in and no. gone over the bar from Paul O'Leary. A lovely striker, a lovely crisp striker, the ball lovely flow through and follow through uh, with his uh, strike. Puts it straight over the bar and it puts the Freshford men 111 to 5 points ahead of their opponents from uh, just across the, across the couple of fields. Yeah, we're gone about uh, three minutes in this game here as the ball is in the middle of the field. It is with Jeff Brennan. Jeff Brennan uh, passed the ball back to uh, the number nine. That's Paddy Brennan. Paddy Brennan sends it in, but it goes straight into Darden Brennan. He has no problem controlling that over this side of the field. St. Lactons have players uh, plenty there as Creighton Berrigan sends the ball down to this side of the field. Moving to this uh, St. Lactons player, but he brings it straight out over the line. Who's not able to control that ball, and it's going to be a line ball uh, for the uh, freshman. That went over the line from uh, Keane Dawson. Nice crisp uh, shot there from uh, Bill Stanton sends the ball back and the ball has been cleared on the field but it's into the in the whole area of Brian Kennedy. He's just able to read that game so well, sends it over to the far side of the field. It goes over to Shane Donnelly. Shane Donnelly from distance, that would be a, a great point but all the work there was done uh, by Brian Kennedy who had the vision to see Shane Donnelly and put that over the bar. When you have somebody like uh, Brian Kennedy in your backs who can read the game so well, Jerry, you're, you're, on, you're in a good spot. Hi, I look at if you're a primary teacher today, you'd love to have your whole school watching Brian Kennedy because uh, he's just uh, put some emotion there the way he put that ball from Shane Donnelly. Yes, and another ball that's come in there and uh, Ballyragget have uh, fouled uh, Paddy Killeen. This is a free just inside the 45 metre line, a handy tap over free this for Cahill O'Leary. And this is going to edge them further ahead. It's one goal and 12 points uh, to uh, five points. Jerry, while we're waiting on this free, just tell us about that incident with uh, Gracefield GA Club and Offaly where they queried a particular ruling of the GA in relation to uh, scoring differences. Yeah, well, basically it's come to the fore in Tipperary last week and also in Clare with Six Mile Bridge. There was a rule passed at Congress this year where if there was a, f a group of four and three teams the group ended level on points, well then the scoring difference was made up over the three teams games against each other excluding the fourth team so that's what happened in Offaly Gracefield were excluded from a quarter final uh, on account of that in football but they took it to the DRA this week cost them a lot of money and uh, they won their case on Friday night on the point that the rule that was passed at Congress wasn't included in the Offaly regulations this year so it'll be interesting to see what happens in Clare or Tipperary oh. 
Yeah, there for just the ball was popped out, won by St. Lactons. Stephen Delaney did give a free from out the field, but the delivery that was landed in, there was a robust challenge on one of the Freshford forwards, but the ball will be taken back out around the 65 metre line out from this Freshford goal, and Cahal O'Leary will have another opportunity to put this over the bar. The gap is uh, widening with every passing moment here, Jerry. It is. one thirteen. we're gone to now to five points. St. Patrick's haven't scored since half-time. It's well before it, actually. So they really, really need to get on the scoreboard now. This is a free to Cahill O'Leary, though, I'm afraid. Yeah, and the wind is... Uh, there's a stiffish, a nice breeze there now. Just a, It's a nice breeze, actually, on such a warm day. It's exactly what you want here. But if you're playing uh, with it, it's an advantage. If you're playing against it, it's a, a bit of a disadvantage. As Cahill O'Leary strikes that ball in, sends it in high and yep. sends it over the bar it makes no doubt about it yeah if he gets enough of those chances Jerry, he'll just pop them over yeah he has his confidence up now he's a good free taker but once you pop over two or three and he has now popped over six points yes and the ball is uh, down on this side of the field it's uh, been won by it could have been an illegal pass there by the 29 for Ballyragut that is uh, Michael Brennan Michael Brennan living down in Cork I think now Michael bought a stalwart of Ballyragut for many years back for another back for another journey is uh, Michael Brennan he's a vet down in Cork and uh, Jeff the brother has gone in to give him a hand yeah there's a little bit of a, a bit of a robust challenge going on here now so not sure what started at all it didn't seem to be that much but nevertheless there's a little bit of argy bargy going on there somewhere it's really a thing of nothing Jerry to be honest isn't it no, I suppose it needs the, the referee has two men. He has Jeff Brennan and uh, he has Parry Donnelly pulled aside. So he'd be expecting the usual two yellow cards and everybody will go back to normal. Absolutely. We're just uh, in relation to matches that are going on today. Cross Channel, I know Pat will have them for you at halftime. It's Crystal Palace nil, Wolverhampton Wanderers nil. And at halftime, it is Liverpool 2, Aston Villa nil. The uh, Hungarian Slobolastli has scored and the OG from Matty Cash. Matty Cash, who actually scored two goals himself for Aston Villa last week, he's actually conceded an own goal, so it puts Liverpool ahead of Aston Villa, who are on a, an extremely good run. This is a free in for Valley Ragged, it's going to be taken uh, by Keane Doherty here on our right hand side. That match in, Cel- in uh, Scotland finished 1 0 in favour of Celtic. Ra- Rangers had a goal ruled out through VAR. I saw the reaction of the Rangers manager when that happened. He wasn't too fast. Keane Donny getting ready to strike this now is a lovely striker. Goes straight over the bar. That's a much better strike. There was much more conviction about that from uh, Keane Donny. But Jerry, they need an awful lot more scores to, if they're going to make inroads into that St. Acton's lead. Yeah, they're 11 points down. They'll need to get a goal shortly if there's uh, any chance of a recovery. Yeah, we're gone about nine minutes in this game here now. And it's uh, straight down the field from the puck out. Goes over the bar. I was writing down the last Mark score. Donnelly. Mark Donnelly puts it over the bar and that was as good a response as you can get uh, to that Valley Ragged free from uh, Keane Dohany to make it 1.15 uh, to 6 points there we have it again ball back to Darren Brennan from Brian Kennedy yeah, just so much space the fresh for let's have James Merrick gets the ball from Darren Brennan it should be cut out you know there's two uh, Valley Ragged defenders coming out on this ball they just need to make sure and get the ball up and uh, they are sending it down here it is with the Valley Ragged full back that's Mark Stanton sends the ball down the field Keane Dohany has the ball he's been one of our better players but he walked over the line with that ball leaving Peter Buck with no choice whatsoever other than to uh, put up the flag and say it's a line ball for St. Lactons and it's going to be taken uh, by Parik Donnelly lots of Donnelly's on this team and one as good a hurler as the next and Parik sends that ball in 
a little tip on the ankles by the two players they kind of tripped one another to be fair uh, it's with uh, Rob Downey Robbie Downey sends it back good play comes back to uh, Stephen Staunton Stephen looks up sends it over low to the far side of the field moving out fast to the ball there is uh, number 29 I think for Ballyragget that's Michael Brennan Michael Brennan doesn't get the ball here but the Ballyragget are working hard to win it as are the Freshford lads at this stage it could be said no clear winner of the ball in that melee at the far side of the field there's pulling and dragging of all sorts I don't know what Stephen Delaney's going to comes out to uh, Cahill Leary he sends the ball in but referee Stephen Delaney says come back here that's a free and he's given a free uh, to the Ballyragget lads not sure actually who fouled who there Jerry there so I many people pulling and dragging of one another I think that free could have gone either way so nobody would have any complaints it's a St. Patrick's free now and Keen Donny is not taking this one it looks like it's Rob Donny and that's who's taking it Rob Donny oh, number 7 on the Ballyragget team they'll be uh, looking to uh, improve here big win for uh, Tuller today over Clonine although Clonine scored a very healthy 4-7 we'll be hearing from Seamus Kennedy this evening about that match on uh, Talk Sport as uh, Robbie Donny gets ready to take this sends it from distance and he sends it wide another wide for the belly racket lads uh, to be fair to the ball there's a bit of a breeze there which might be swirling around a bit Jerry there's a breeze there but in fairness they're hitting uh, their freeze wide and they're not getting much from play so they are struggling yeah, Bally Ragged now trying to break out with the ball here now. It's uh, again, oh, again, the sharpness of the Freshford lad. Stephen Santon misses that ball. It's sent in uh, by the number five. That's Mark Donnelly, but it's collected up by Peter Holen on the far side of the field. He sends it across. There is uh, Bally Ragged. Michael Brennan has this ball here. Michael is looking up. He needs to go to send it long. He sends it over to the right hand corner, but it looks like it's going to be broken down to uh, Brian Kennedy. No, it breaks. Luckily, for, from a Bally Ragged point of view, it breaks to their number 19. That is Barry Staunton, and Barry Staunton puts that ball over the bar. Barry Staunton got an early score for uh, Freshford. He got another one there now. Just a lucky break of the ball there was uh, for Barry, and uh, it makes it one goal and 15 points uh, to seven points. Still a big, big margin in this game. As we're gone about uh, 12 minutes here in uh, Park Lockton here in Freshford, with St. Lacton still trying to control the ball. They are just playing that bit better. It comes back now to uh, James Marr. James Marr is working his way through the middle here, trying to walk straight through, and there's absolutely nobody coming to him. He's still going strong. He's 20 metres out to go, sends it in low. Peter Holen bats the ball out. He possibly, he possibly should, uh, he possibly should have actually caught, caught those at uh, that ball. In fact. We're just a couple of pages here flying away in the wind here in Freshford. We just want to get hold of them back again here now. And it's, uh, it's thrown to the goal. There's a danger, danger here. No ball. Oh, what a goal. Oh, a crisp shot on the ground from Cahal O'Leary. No time to rise it at all. And hitting it on the ground, such a rarity in hurling this day and age. And uh, one of the Ballyracket lads is getting a Stephen Santon, getting himself booked. But that was a lovely ground stroke. We don't see it too often, Jerry, but when it's worked well, it's really a thing of beauty. No, the ball came across. It hopped perfectly for Cahill O'Leary, and he just let fly one time and uh, straight to the corner. Now Peter Hoolan had no chance. So now it's 2.15 to 7 points, and um, I'm afraid St. Patrick's have an uphill struggle now. No, it's gone from them at this stage. Now it's a matter of playing out the game here. St. Lacton's firmly in control here and laying down a marker that they're going to be one of the teams to figure in this year's uh, junior championship. Well, they've done it before today as well. Big win for uh, Dixborough this morning in the Group C game over uh, Thomastown as well. Don't dismiss Dixborough in that well. Uh, Jeff Stevens will still have a shout too. And indeed, Liz Downey have been performed pretty well as the ball comes out read by Brian Kennedy all alone here sent out to Carl O'Leary Carl O'Leary from outside the field a left handed shot this one will be a terrific point if it goes over the bar and it's uh, it's gone 
it's gone over the bar yes from Cahill O'Leary straight in front of us here from uh, straight out from the middle of the field great score by Cahill O'Leary on his left hand to make it two goals and 16 points to seven points for uh, St. Lacton's very Fresh much in control there. Uh, of the game Simon here. Rafter is on for Jack Hickey <coughs> would you say come on Simon Rafter is on Simon for Jack Rafter, Hickey yes chance here now for Jack Morrissey and Jack Morrissey wins a point back for uh, the St. Patrick's team I should say first point of the game uh, for Jack Morrissey he's, moving, he's playing out the field a bit further now playing at wing forward two goals and 16 points to 8 points still a lot of ground to be made up by the Ballyragget men but we have just short shy of 15 minutes there's a chance here now for the Freshman Lads again another chance and in the back of the net another goal for the Freshman Lads banged in there by Darramar Third goal for St. Lectons uh, by Darramar. They simply opened up the defence there with a lot of ease, Jerry. Yeah, look at the long delivery out of defence and uh, Darramar got it and Darramar's a good player. Made no mistake. Again, poor Peter Hoolan had no chance in the goal. Not a chance. No chance at all. It ran straight at him and just had the whole goal to put him in. So Freshford now, I think, are absolutely going to start unloading the bench. Cahill O'Leary is coming on. He's coming off, I should say. We'll find out in a moment who's going to go on. Darramar is also going off. Noel McGree is coming in. Yeah, Noel McGree is power. Cahill Power, yeah, that's right. <coughs> yeah. And that doesn't weaken their fresh for team one iota as the ball comes out now to um, Stephen Santon. Stephen Santon gets that ball, sends it right down into the right hand corner. Up they go for it in the air. There should be a free out there. It's actually a free in. Yeah, I should say a free in. I should, yeah, it was a free in, yeah. It was Michael Brennan was being fouled uh, by the number 17. That is um, Simon Rafter. And a free in there for uh, Keane Dahani. Again, um, as I said, fresh for Choi, why they're one of the favourites, Jerry, and it's going to take a good team to beat them now. Yeah, You've seen a fair bit uh, of the junior at this stage. I have, and this is my third time to see Freshford, and I, I don't see any team to, to live with them when, when the chips are down, to be honest. Yeah, well, I suppose the pressure will be on the likes of Wine Gap and Toller. I suppose they'd be the two main ones. And we're not mentioning the Group C teams because they could throw up a few. Uh, Absolutely, these, uh, you never know. With the Group C teams, they're always a threat when it comes to semi final stage. Yeah, Keen Donny takes that free and he sends it over the bar. He just narrows the gap slightly, but the gap is still very, very big. It's three goals and 16 points uh, to nine points at this stage. So Ballyragget have amounted to climb and I'm afraid they're not going to uh, they're not going to climb that at all as we're gone on to the 16th minute mark and that ball goes over the bar. <coughs> Little bit of disagreement on the far side of the field but given the way the game has been going now there's probably no point in uh, causing too much hassle and fighting over it because it's uh, pretty much a question of Freshford running down the clock here now even though we have 14 minutes left to play in this game here. Stephen Delaney is... Uh, Asking Conor Everard, and he's taking the name of uh, Cahill Power, I think. I was making the point, Jerry, uh, recently that all of the group, all of the, 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 the three groups in the junior A, B, and C, I've often wondered was there a case to be made for having a, a junior premier and then a junior, we call it a junior B, but not, not the B in the context we have it at the, in, as already. Yes, uh, I, I know what you're saying, all right, yeah, it's a. Uh, I suppose um, the Kikini setup is pretty simple as it is. Uh, um, when you look at some counties, there's Premier Intermediate and there's Intermediate. Tipperary, for example, but it's the Premier Intermediate champions that go into Intermediate All Ireland Series. Yeah. So uh, it's a lot easier to follow the Kikini. But you have 12 senior, 12 intermediate, and you have 22 teams fighting for the junior title. 
Yeah, I'm just wondering if you had to, if you had 12 junior, and then the rest could play in a, a championship of their own, and yeah. at least have something, and you you move up and down between the two. I've often wondered. Now, then, on the other hand, would would people be uncomfortable with the second teams of uh, senior clubs playing at that level? Maybe they may well be. They're going to meet them eventually, anyway. Yeah. The second teams of some of those city teams are as good as a lot of club junior teams. And ah, yeah. That's the way it is, population. A chance here for the Bally Ragged men. Another free by Keane Donny, but that goes uh, wide again. Another wide there. This game now has gone pretty flat at this stage because it's coming to an inevitable conclusion as Darren Brennan pucks that ball down the field. Paddy Killeen gets it at this. He sends the ball across here. Um, a simple pass comes in. Oh, brilliantly taken to under the post. <laughs> Cahill Power hit that ball in. It was a brilliant, brilliant shot, but taken from right under the crossfair by Peter Holhan. As good a save as you'd see. But the Bally the recommend on the attack, but is repelled by Benny Quinn. Benny Quinn sends that ball down, and now it's back uh, to Cahill Power again from distance. But I think Cahill mightn't have the radar too good, and he sends that one uh, wide. That was as good a catch under the crossbar as seen in a long time. by Peter Holhan because Cahill Power was on the 45 metre line, and he, he sent the ball just crossbar height the whole way. It was a great catch by the goalie. Three goals and 16 points to nine points. This is a, it's a 16-point lead. It's a pretty comprehensive win in any man's language as uh, St. Lactons are taking off their number five and their number eight. Mark and Donnelly. both of them are the Donnelly boys, Mark Donnelly and Parik Donnelly. We'll find out in a moment who's coming on. I see number 24 is on for it. Uh, Jerry Berrigan is one of the uh, coming on also. We'll find out in a moment. It doesn't really matter. There's a number 28 on as well. That's uh, Josh McCarthy is on. So Jerry Bergen and Josh McCarthy on. Even at halftime, we saw the warm up by the Freshford subs, and there was another team out there, Jerry. Yeah, I think if you if you look back over said Lactons over the last three four games, Stephen Farrell has them. Uh, he has 42, 44 players, but he's given different lads games different days, and uh, I think there's a large number of the panel will see themselves in with a chance of a place on the team or a place of coming on. And he really has competition in his panel, which is uh, there's a strategy behind all these subs some of these lads we haven't seen yet this year and they're getting a taste of it today yeah absolutely and you just and you never know when injury could hit a few players I mean the, all these games are being played week out week in week out and uh, so they pick up injuries fair enough over on the far side of the field Brian Kendi uh, is on the ball but he's a uh, pushed over the line it's going to be a line ball for the Ballyragged men they need to move this ball fast it is moved fast down to this side of the field Barry Stanton is ready for the ball he's just going to have to take on the marker Barry is uh, strong running too is there a chance of a ball for comes across here over on this side of the field they're just a bit too slow to control the ball there that was Conor Delaney Conor Delaney sends that ball in and he sends it in and puts it over the bar good point there for the Ballyragged men by Conor Delaney has just come on as a sub but they needed uh, probably to uh, get a goal at that stage but it does make it 316 to uh, 11 points making the scoreboard look at least little bit. They've got the last uh, three points uh, through Conor Honey free. Two frees and uh, Conor Delaney. But it is the Bally Ragged men are moving now with the ball again. Sent out down the field there by the number 10, Jeff Brennan. Uh, but it's won by the Bally Ragged. Or Bally Ragged lose the ball to Conor, Conor Donnelly. Conor Donnelly, one of the other Donnelly boys, sends that ball into the corner. It should be uh, controlled by the, uh, Bill Staunton. Bill Staunton sends the ball back down the field again. Who has the ball here at this stage? It is the number the number Kevin 18 Kelly, for Bally Ragged. Is that uh, Kevin Kelly is, is in here for Bally Ragged. He's Great been tortured with injury. I think it's Kevin anyway. Yes. Yeah. Is there a chance here for the Bally Ragged men? No, there is. The ball is uh, gone out for a 65 here. Uh, it's, he's after having some tar- a hardship with the amount of injuries he's had, hasn't he? Ah, uh, yeah. It's just since he was 18 years of age, Kevin Kelly is one of the top players in, uh, in Kilkenny Hurland. Uh, but he has been tortured with injured 
there's no doubt about that great yeah. man to see him great to see him back here in the, on, the, on the field today well I suppose what Barry Raggett are hoping for now that they can hopefully get him back and get a run at the championship a short 65 didn't work out for the uh, for the Valley Ragged man over on the far side of the field it is Chase it's number 28 Josh McCarthy sends that ball down and uh, nice play by uh, comes back to James Marr who's all alone and just does he put that one over the bar no he doesn't he actually sends it wide I suppose if there's anything about some of the freshman shooting today has been disappointing but they're well in control and have this game very well won now as Valley Ragged trying to move out with uh, Bill Stanton Bill Stanton is on the ball here but he's going to lose it and he does lose it to uh, Connor to uh, Connor Power Connor P- Cahill Power I should say the ball goes into the far side of the field. The Richie McAvoy goes for that ball, attacks the ball very well as a cornerback should do. He's fouled and he gets a free out, which will be taken by Jack Morrissey. But Jack needs to be really at the other end of the field, not taking frees at that end of the field, which Peter Hoolan would be more than capable of doing. He sends that ball down out to probably where he should be himself. Up they go for it in the air. It's one broken down by uh, by St. Lactons. The, the they, they're going to clear this ball here. It is Cahill Power on the ball. He's been very prominent on this ball since he got across to Simon Rafter. Simon Rafter uh, sends it across then further it comes up here uh, to Paddy Killeen Paddy Killeen then turns left turns right switches to the far side of the field who's going to win this ball and it is uh, it is good, good play there by the Valley Ragglands they're breaking out with the ball switching it back here to Jack Morrissey again Jack Morrissey now sends it into the far left hand corner who's going to get the ball they go for it in the air and it is uh, there's a chance here for the Valley Ragglands it is Barry Stanton Barry Stanton turns it around switches the ball back uh, to one of his uh, colleagues but sends that ball in and it is a weak shot I think it was blocked and it's probably a 65 yeah, as you say, Jerry Freshford emptying the bench, giving lots of players opportunities here. And uh, a strong panel is uh, maybe not something a lot of junior teams don't have, but this is one thing that's not Freshford's problem. It's not Freshford's problem, no. They, um, they're short Liam Hickey today, one of the best junior forwards in the place, and uh, it's, uh, there's no sign of how his absence is affecting the team today. They're just flying it. And as you said there, uh, Jack Morrissey's now standing on his own 45-metre line, hitting ball in, but unfortunately it's inside the full forward line where St. Patrick's need Jack Morrissey at this stage. Yeah, there's another uh, 65 here now. I think there's probably, I'm not sure it was Keane Donnie or Robbie Donnie's taking to find out in a moment here now. But really, it's only going to make the scoreboard look a little bit more respectable. 316 to 11 points. We have about seven minutes left here, and it is Keane Donnie who strikes that, and he sends that one over the bar from a 65 uh, to make it three goals and 16 points to 12 points in favour of the Freshford bend. Have you many more matches to play in this than yourselves, Jerry? There's uh, one more round in our group. It'll be on uh, Saturday the 16th. We play the Emeralds. And uh, I think this group here has two games to play, two rounds to play, because uh, there's seven teams in this group. Of course. Uh, Benny Quinn going out with the ball. He just loses it momentarily, but will he win it back? He does this one. Jeff Brennan had the ball, then lost it again. And it is uh, now with uh, Kyle Hickey. Kyle Hickey switches the ball across the field to one of his own colleagues who's all alone. They need to look up. This is with uh, the number 28. That's Josh McCarthy. Josh McCarthy looks up in the air, sends the ball in, think it's going to be wide, it is a wide, and uh, just another wide for St. Lactance. Maybe there's any little uh, lot on the, the performance today, it might have been just a few wides. The ball is popped out here by St. Lactance, by Peter Hoolin in the Ballyragget goal. It comes out to Bill Stanton. Bill Stanton sends the ball here to Richie McAvoy. Richie McAvoy sends the ball in long, but Simon Rafter has read that game very well. He's been an effective sub. He'll be back on. Ali Rafter missing today, as is Liam Hickey. That just gives you the strength of the uh, St. Lactance side. Trying to win this ball here is Keane there's a melee across in the middle of the field no clear winner but it should be the Bally Ragged men moving down the field I think it is with their number 8 is this Robbie Healy Robbie Healy sends that ball in and I think he does in sends it in Steven and he Stanton. sends it over the field who was it? Stephen Stanton Stephen Stanton was it yeah 
Stephen Staunton sends that ball over the bar. And you'd it puts. To, uh, you'd have to say St. Lactans, uh, their style of play, there's no selfishness. They look for their man in a better position all the time. And even the subs have come on there the last few minutes, they all slotted in perfectly. Yeah, St. Uh, Patrick's have got the last five points, but nevertheless, the French the Freshford has taken off their foot off the pedal. They're well in control of this game. It's well decided. So the St. Patrick's lads trying to kind of make it look a bit more respectable. 316 to 13 points. I'd make about five minutes left in the game here. A poor struck ball there by Jack Morrissey, and it's uh, with uh, Kahaliki. Kahaliki's race across the middle. He sends it to a colleague who drops the ball. That's the number 24. That's uh, Jerry Berrigan. There's a bit of a melee here. Barry Jerry Berrigan gets the ball back, but he seemed to have picked it off the ground by the referee Stephen Delaney, and it's going to be a free for the Valley Ragatmen to be taken by Jack Morris, who's now playing out around the middle of the field. Uh, our half-back, he sends that ball in right into the right-hand corner. There's lots of fresh players out here. Simon Rafter breaks that ball, and it comes back to uh, the number six. The number six is... Benny um, Quinn. Benny Quinn. Benny Quinn sends the ball here, and a chance here now for Cahill Power from distance, but I think Cahill has got the radar all wrong with that one as well, and sends it wide. Possibly mightn't have, have all the Freshford wise, but I make it at least 12 or 13 wise at least for the Freshford lads. So Jack Marcy gets that ball, trying to move out to the field. He loses the ball to Carl Power and he fouls Carl Power and there's a, a free against uh, Jack Marcy here, which is an opportunity. Let's see who will be on the freeze now with Carl O'Leary gone off. It doesn't really matter. Carl um, Power looks like he's going to take it. There's nobody else queuing up and Carl uh, Power might as well have a shot. I'm sure his uh, puck balls over the bar here in Park Lockton many, many a time. Just um, Live just down the way there a bit. Gets ready to strike this, sends it straight in and sends it straight over the bar. More than an able deputy uh, is uh, Cahill Power. Put that one over the bar. It makes it uh, three goals and 17 points to uh, 13 points. They've been banging in the scores. In fairness, Jerry, they're, uh, they know where the posts are. I do, yeah. They look at their hurling at their ease here today and uh, they're very impressive. Yeah, James Marr gets the ball there, taps it over a player's head and uh, gets uh, gets fouled. So a chance here now for um, Brian Kennedy. He's going to have a shot at this one here, straight in front of us here in uh, Park Lockton. Good win today for Bennis Bridge in the senior. We'll have reports from Barry Henrique on that match. Uh, later this evening, Barry was also at a couple of more matches over the weekend. He was at Greg the Man in Pilltown. And uh, I'm not sure what else he was at, but he's a busy man around the place. Kieran McDonald will have reports on the Tullerone uh, Dane Sport match from Tannen Curran's Park yesterday. Brian Kennedy sends that ball in and makes no mistake, sends it straight over the bar. A lovely point uh, for Brian Kennedy, uh, capping off a fantastic display by Brian Kennedy. Uh, he easily is the man of the match here today, Jerry. Without a shadow of a doubt, he's streets ahead of everybody. But they have seen some very impressive performances from Freshford. Um, Paddy Killeen, while he's a uh, Radar might be working, has worked his socks off himself up front and won an awful lot of ball. And in defence, you could say, well, Mark Donnelly, Shane Donnelly, Connor Donnelly, three Donnellys were fabulous all through. But Brian Kennedy's head and shoulders above everybody in this field today. Yeah, well, we should remember St. Lactons were in the Intermediate County Final uh, very few years ago. So to be fair, you know, it should be, it, they shouldn't be down at this level, to be honest about it. They've just got another point there. Didn't see who got that one, Jerry. Call power free. Call power free, was it? Yeah. Yeah, they just had a bad year last year and then got caught in the relegation by the Fenians, but uh, the standard hurling they're playing, what I've seen so far this year, is way above what they played in intermediate grade. I know the opposition might not be the same, but they're, uh, there's Brian Kennedy at his ease again, over the bar. Yeah, another Brian Kennedy point, uh, three goals 
and uh, 20 points to uh, 13 points. Uh, you can't argue with that victory. It's pretty comprehensive in any man's language as the game is heading in now to a conclusion. About 29 minutes uh, left in the game. Impressive from Freshford here. Valley Ragged with a lot of work to do in this uh, junior championship. They'll be disappointed that they didn't put up a better... Uh, better performance today talking to them before the match they were hoping that they'd get something big from the players they had uh, a couple of decent wins there lately they had a good win over Tuller but uh, Tuller felt they were down a good few players there but look they'll have to just face it now as Cahal uh, Power big man on the ball he switches the ball across here now uh, to the left uh, left corner forward that's uh, Keane Dawson Keane Dawson sends that ball in Ballyragget should win that ball here yes they do they just need to get it over to this side of the field and it's broken down uh, by Cahal Hickey Cahal Hickey has the ball here on this on his own side. He sends the ball in nice and low into Noel McGree. Noel McGree probably gets an all point in every match. As the uh, good play there, well blocked there on the Pally Ragged number, the fresh for number 24, Jerry Berrigan. Bit of a melee up on the right hand side. Who's going to win this ball here? It's with uh, Carl Hickey. Carl Hickey is dragged to the ground. Gets a clap on the back from Noel McGree for that. And uh, there's going to be a free in, which uh, Cahill Power is coming over to take. So Jerry, when this all, all finishes then, the, how is the draw for the Junior Championship? How does that work then? Well, what happens is um, the next round is on the, the last round of her is on the 16th of September and on the 23rd of September is the preliminary round for the junior where team 6 in group B will play team 7 and team 5 will play team 6 and team 4s will come in as well. So you'll have three preliminary rounds on the 23rd of September which are knockout and from then on it's week on week yeah it's going to be it's it's very intense really and uh, yeah with that uh, Stephen Delaney takes us all out of our agony at this stage he's not going to play any additional time really to be honest about it and I think nobody wants it at this stage a very comprehensive win uh, for uh, St Lactons of Freshford in Park Lockton here 3.21 to 13 points and I think they just again Jerry just lay down the marker that they are going to be the team to beat in the junior grade without a shadow of a doubt anything I've seen so far St Lactons are way ahead and if they keep up this standard they will take beating they'll be top in the group now and uh, they'll play out their group session and go to a quarter final they are uh, they are in pole position at the moment and uh, it'll take a big effort from the remaining junior teams to, to overcome St Lactons whoever meets them OK, Pat, that's it from uh, Park Lockton in Freshford with the home side, St. Lockton's 3.21, Valley Ragged, St. Patrick's Valley Ragged, 13 points, a very comprehensive win for the home side. Uh, they're very much on target to return to the intermediate grade. I know there's a lot of hurling and we need to be careful that we're not uh, running ahead of ourselves, but there's going to take a very good team to beat them. And that's it from Freshford. And uh, our thanks to Jerry. He's heading off to Tullerone now to see uh, Emirates take on John Locks. And uh, we'll be heading into the studio later this evening uh, for... Uh, comprehensive roundup on TalkSport from uh, Park Lockton this is Nicky Brennan signing off and back to Pat in the studio OK thanks lads uh, so good win there for uh, the St Lacton's men and uh, they're the one team that's racking up big scores every day they go out uh, we'll see how that develops over the next few weeks we'll take a little break Sunday Music and Sport is sponsored by Country Style Foods Country Style Foods, supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City. OK, 20 minutes past three, and of course, the game going on at half past three out there in Tullerone. It's uh, the meeting of the Emeralds and John Locks, and that one... 
throws in half three Anthony Barco's in charge of the whistle we'll see how all that develops ok and uh, just going through the senior and intermediate leagues and at the moment Glenmore top the group uh, group A and they're on six points James Stevens are on five Greg Ballycallan on four or Bridge also on five Greg Ballycallan on four and Shamrocks are on three and Castlecomer are on one um Right, uh, the last games in that group then has Ben Spridge against uh, Glenmore, James Stevens taking on the Shamrocks, and Aaron's own Castle Comer. Uh, They're playing Greg Belly Callan. In the other group, the Borough topping the group, 100% record, eight points, four games, four wins. O'Loughlin Gales have six points, Tullerone have six, Mullinavat have two, Clara have two, and Dales Fort have none. And the final games there in that group has Tullerone against the Borough and uh, kind of a top of the table clash. O'Loughlin Gales against uh, Dales Fort and Mullinavat against Clara. That's a massive game there, Mullinavat against Clara. And uh, then in the intermediate, Liz Downey in their group are on eight points. St. Martins are on six. Munkine on four. And then the Young Irelands, Fenians and Conaghy on three on two points each. And uh, Thomastown then topping their group on with a 100% record as well. Eight points. Dunamagan on six. The Roaring Seag on four. Blacks and Whites on four. Carrick Shock on two. And O'Loughlin Gales, zero points. So that's uh, by my reckoning anyway in the Premier League that is the English Premier League Crystal Palace 1 Wolverhampton Wonders 1 67 minutes gone in that Liverpool 3-0 up on Aston Villa and uh, Arsenal have to play Manchester United at half past 4 so and uh, right what else is there um, Celtic beat Rangers today 1-0 and that was at Ibrox so good result there for for Celtic and uh, always a good day when they beat Rangers of course Andy Williams and can't take my eyes off you half past three we'll be heading out to uh, Tullerone where it's uh, John Locke's taking on uh, the Emeralds and uh, that should be an interesting game there Emeralds not going too bad uh, decent team enough now and uh, uh, lovely talented Dara Queeley uh, playing on that team as well and uh, just coming out a minor there so um, certainly want to look out for on in that game right uh, heading out to Tullerone and no doubt it's sunny Tullerone because it's uh, the Emeralds against John Locke's Barry Henriquez yes indeed the game here is a minute and 50 seconds and counting on and uh, Emeralds uh, lead by two points two frees indeed taken by Queeley that's um, their centre half forward Dara Queeley but they're two easy shots the sun is shining the game uh, the pitch is in excellent form and it's all about all about the Emirates at this moment in time as they attack again and Cahill McGrath comes across he's a full back gets the ball and clears it back up the field both of these sides Pat have the same kind of a record up to now play three a 1-1 one, one through and a lost one sure it's not the perfect it's not the perfect uh, the perfect venue uh, 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 for uh, for uh, two teams that are really are struggling there's another point for uh, the Emirates at three points to no score for the last so just over two minutes of play here gone in Tullerone and John Knox see it's a hill I think could be a hill too high to climb but be that as it may Emmer's in front three to nothing back to you in the studio OK thanks Barry and a word in here from Dennis Brophy tells me Mark Power is all square after four holes against Ben James in the Walker Cup Mark and Liam Nolan won their foursomes this morning by four and three so 
and hopefully Mark can follow up that with another win there in uh, the singles and a match on TG Cahar I think it's um, Thurla Sarsfields I'm not sure exactly who they're playing but anyway Thurla Sarsfields are three points up there's um, they're three minutes into injury time and there's about a minute there's a minute to go there's supposed to be four minutes of injury time so uh, close enough there because there were um, maybe four or five points up uh, but the gap has been closed to three and at the moment there's a Thurla Sarsfield player down injured uh, so but uh, looks like Sarsfields might hold on there for that one Right, I might have been misleading you because the Sarsfields of Galway are playing our Drahan. That's who it is. And Sarsfields have won that at 218 to 215. So um, Kevin Cooney is the man of the match as well in that one. So Sarsfields uh, winning that one, uh, that uh, championship game over in Galway. They beat our Drahan by three points, 218 to 215. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Country Style Foods supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City. Okay, we're going hurling JJ Cavanaugh's Sons Junior Hurling League Championship the Emeralds against John Locks. The early minutes belong to the Emeralds that led three points to no score. Has it changed, Barry Henriquez? Oh, indeed it has not. Indeed for the uh, northwest new electoral area of, of Kilkenny Emeralds of Hurlingford. They lead at the moment one goal and five points to one point and that was after just over nine minutes of play gone first half I told you that Dara Quigley got two very good points they said the Embers ran on the way that was two points Adam Barneville had a great point from about 70 yards out and as the ball was poked out he grabbed it again he put the ball straight back over the black spot four points to no score it was all the Embers down and they were camped they were camped in the uh, John Locke half of the field um it was all the Emerald and then Derek Quigley again with a free put it five points to no score and just about the seven minutes of play the sun is a problem here and the the Callan lads the John Locks lads are hurling into the sun a long delivery by uh, Killian Doyle that was the county panelist long delivery from middle of the field young um, Barco on the goal or um, young Bambrick I say Bamrick in the in the Callan goal it is hurling up to his eyes but the ball hopped in front of him and hopped straight into the net as if things were bad they got worse that was 1-5 no score just before you came over to me Ryan Bergen got the first from the first attack, Callan attack he got the ball about 35 yards out hit it straight and through over the bar so the score at this moment in time is Erlingford the Emerald of Erlingford one goal and five John Lux of Callan one point and back to you and uh, back to you in the studio and it has not improved because another ball has gone over the Callan post down to my right hand side now 1-6 to 1 point in favour of the Emeralds back to you Pat in the studio say a prayer for us <laughs> alright Barry and we'll say a prayer for the Emeralds as well as they have been consumed into North Tipperary politically that'll go down well OK, just uh, look at some of the score lines today. Young Ireland's and St. Martin's. St. Martin's edging that one by two points. 17-15. And uh, then the Roaring Steag uh, rampant enough against uh, O'Loughlin Gales. 121-18. to 18. Well, we had a 121-19. to 19, But anyway, it doesn't alter the result. A pretty ordinary game there. The Roaring Steag in total control. Bennis Bridge leading all the way against Shamrocks and uh, 224 to 217. But Shamrocks always 
come in with an old run at the finish aren't they they're closing the gap to seven points if you like with 14 men they're capable of that uh, Carrick Shock and uh, John Locks in under 20 in minor B hurling championship shield quarter final the Locks won that one 121 to 215 and uh, in junior in section C in junior this morning uh, the borough were pretty rampant 324 to Thomas Stone's 11 points think uh, the uh, picnic up there <laughs> had its toll on Thomas Town uh, right and uh, Dane's Fort were winning in under 13 hurling Ryan A went down to, uh, to Moonkine and won 613 to 7 points this morning and under 13 Ryan B preliminary round uh, Clara 414 Aaron Zone won 5 so that's uh, your score lines there and uh, just looking up there, Mark Power is two up after six holes uh, there in that uh, uh, um, in in the Walker Cup. So he's doing quite nicely after winning in the foursomes this morning. So he's two up now after six holes. So in good form there. Right, and uh, Benjamin Neesham of the Isle of Lewis has been on. Uh, many thanks again for all the excellent coverage and commentaries after last week's news with the revision of the various boundaries. Any chance to St. Lactans will be promoted to the Intermediate Championship in Tipperary should they claim the junior title in Kilkenny, Benjamin? Yeah. You ever hear the old term? <laughs> Benjamin, till hell freezes over. Right, as much of a chance as a snowball in hell, I'd say. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Okay, seven minutes to uh, four o'clock and uh, it's uh, JJ Cavanaugh Sons Junior Hurling League Championship, the Emeralds against the Locks. The Emeralds were having it all their own way in the opening ten minutes or so. Barry Henriquez, how are we doing now? Well, not doing too bad now, Pat. Like when uh, last you met me, uh, or when we spoke, it was 161 point of favourite, the Emeralds, after ten minutes of play. But the the Locks have rediscovered themselves, they've enforced themselves on the Emerald team and they're upsetting them. Emeralds are doing a, a good bit of attacking hurling. Having said all that, they're going now for goal. I say no. A brilliant, brilliant, brilliant interception by Kyle McGrath. He dispossesses, dispossesses, I get the word right, Eddie Ryan, the full forward, quite brilliantly. And Callan are attacking at the far end of the field. There's another point for the loss. And now, Pat, they have five points on the scoreboard, and the Emeralds have not increased their lead whatsoever. Uh, Connor Brett point there from a very, very difficult angle. And score now in Tullerone. One six for the Emeralds from Arlingford. Callan have five points in the scoreboard. It's not unattainable uh, that they should go on and maybe pull it back a bit more. There's 22 minutes to play. Gone. And the referee blows his whistle. awards are free to the Emeralds on the 45 metre line. I should imagine this is over the bar. And um, I reckon there are 22 minutes to play. Gone, Pat. So at this moment in time, it's one six to the Emeralds. Soon to become 1-7. The locks have four points in the scoreboard and they're hurling ten times better than they were the last time you came over to me in Tullerone. Oh, Tuller, oh, Callan has five points on the scoreboard now, Pat. And oh. that's not too bad. No, that was four points in a row and I, I saw the Emeralds a couple of times and they are inclined to hurl in fits and starts. They can Absolutely. be can look good for ten minutes and then they yeah. go, seem to go asleep and the others come back yeah. into it. So 
There's You've all... got it in one. And, and the Callan lads, the young lads, Mikey Prender is a corner forward. He's a deadly corner forward. Ryan Bergen is getting most of their scores, but Prender has got a great point there. And a young lad on the halfback line, by the name of Adam O'Sullivan, he's the son of Adrian O'Sullivan. You'd have remembered him well. He's a flyer. He's only 17 years of age. And he's tearing up the middle and his speed to burn. He's going like a march air up the middle. And there's no one able to keep into him. So those kind of things are all pluses for the losses. They're trying to pull, extricate themselves from the stranglehold. Stay with me for a minute. They're still going on the, on the far side of the field. Again, the ball breaking out the far side. It goes high. And I'm looking for the umpire. And he puts another point on the scoreboard. So you know yourself, Pat. It's uh, still 1-6 for the Emirates. And Callan has seven points on the scoreboard. And you just stay with me, Pat, I suppose we could get another few scores. But anyway, <laughs> hand back to you for the moment. Yeah, well, Barry, uh, looking at Greg Bally, Callan, they have three or four lads and they're not 18 yet and they've been doing there well at senior, so... Ab- absolutely. It, it's, a fe- the, it's a feature, a bit of the championship now so uh, far. Yeah, and when you look at the Bally Callan lads last night, Paddy, the two best players on this field was young McAvoy and young Ronan. Tommy Ronan at number 11, you'd want to be out of your mind to put him at centre forward in a senior match. And there he was, he collected five points from play, pass, five points from play, Eddie Carroll would be delighted with him. Yeah, and uh, you know, you have the likes of Ryan Corcoran and Jeff Nary. And, Ryan yeah, Corcoran. Uh, and they're not 18 yet. Yeah, they're he not 18 yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And you know who impressed me a lot too last night? With that big, long, lanky lad, he's a giant of a man. Flynn at full back. I thought oh, he was yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the, I, I know when the, there were um, a couple of seasons ago when he played full back, they tend not to concede goals. Tracy, stay talking to me. You're not the time for talent. Stay here, we could win the match. What's the score now? One seven two. One seven eight points. Is it? One seven to seven points. We're only a goal behind. Right, that's well, it. That's uh, that's six points to one. There you are now. Right. There you are now. Listen, listen. Yeah, go on. Call me back in a second privately, please. <laughs> no, call me back. I mean that. Call me back privately. Okay. Well, all right, Barry. Okay. That's uh, Barry there. Uh, one seven to seven points, and it uh, was uh, one six to a point. So they've outscored the Emeralds six points to one, and uh, coming back into it. Coming up towards half time there in Tullerone, the Emeralds against uh, John Locks. Um, I believe there's been a goal, Barry. Uh, there has been a goal, Pat. It's from a penalty, and the Locks were going so well. They were le- they were behind them by four points. Uh, the Emeralds leading one six to seven points, and lo and behold. You didn't pray long enough, Tracy, because lo and behold, there was a numbers attack and uh, there was a foul on the numbers player, a certain penalty, no doubt in the world about it. And uh, young Bangbrick, like he's, he's a competent young lad, this uh, Gavin Bangbrick. I'm not altogether sure that he played a goal before. Be that as it may, he made a vain effort but went into the back of the net. So at this moment in time, Pat, as we approach half time, there's just 29 minutes gone at the clock here. The two goal and seven points says 2 7. The board says 2 7 to seven points. That's what it is, and we're very close to half time. Back to you in the studio. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Barry. Uh, so 2 7 to seven. Okay, and uh, two seventy-seven points. The Emirates lead. John Locks uh, coming up to half time there uh, in that game, that junior game, the only game on at the moment. Uh, Crystal Palace. They've beaten Wolverhampton Wanderers three-two. Liverpool three-nil winners over Aston Villa. Arsenal and Manchester United playing at half past four.
and look at the league tables after the weekend games uh, Glenmore and six points James Stevens five and um, Bennett's Bridge uh, there on five as well and Greg Bellacallan on four Shamrocks three Castlecomer Aaron's own Castlecomer on one point Dixborough on eight points Lachlan Gale six Tullerone six Mullinavat two Clara two Danesfort uh, zero in uh, the intermediate Liz Downey eight points uh, St Martin six Munkine four Young Ireland's Fenians and Conaghy are all on uh, two points Thomastown on eight points Dunhamagan six the Rory League four Blacks and Whites four Carrick Shock two and O'Loughlin Gales as zero. So that's uh, the way the league tables are looking at the moment. Barry, you're talking to someone. Uh, sure I am talking to Tommy Wells. Tommy, the championship, the senior championship, you wouldn't know who's going to win it. Yeah, Barry, it's uh, very even so far. You know, one thing you'd have to say is since the All-Ireland, in every parish in Kilkenny has gone towards the clubs. The pitches are full every weekend from at uh, Monday right through to Sunday every week. It's absolutely fantastic. I've never seen nothing like it. The senior, intermediate, junior championships, we're picking matches there every weekend. You're at three and four matches every weekend. You might be going into halves or something from there at the end and all. It's absolutely unreal to get people out of houses and back in. Like These aren't television kind of games. These are games that you go and you have to go and get out of the house and go watch them and bring your kids to them. And everybody knows everybody. And everybody knows everybody. And it's like uh, going to the pub without drinking. <laughs> you get to meet people in your town it runs out. I think it's been a glorious, glorious five or six weeks there in Kelly Club Hurling. All focus here on the clubs and um, the Kenny Senior Championship as the Intermediate and Junior are throwing up results that probably never nobody saw coming and um, I think everyone's getting great enjoyment out of them. The Senior Championship, I mean, it has thrown up some queer results. I mean, that's going to go to the wire, Tommy, no matter who you fancy. Yeah, I think in that Senior Championship at the moment, whether at the bottom of the table or the top of the table, um, yeah, every match is on its own. Uh, we see that every week. There's one team has, has won well the previous week, and next week it could be turned over by a team at the bottom of the table. And um, you really have to be on your guard from week to week, and you can't look too, too far forward. And um, listen, club hurling in Kilkenny is very strong the last couple of years. It's very competitive, and I think any of our would would uh, see themselves with a great chance of winning it. Kate Colorona with a mix. What did you see? what do you see the last <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot here <laughs> who do you see are the last three uh, I'm taking Tullerone out but no <laughs> yeah I know I know and I, I suppose I'm not going to go into that no. Barry has been heavily involved here with, with, with the club so um, well, I'd say anybody in the championship no matter who you're playing like we've seen yesterday I suppose Comer um, were you know near around the bottom of the table and they very well nearly beat the village in the town and the village would have a strong hope to win the championship so I think every team under under merit, you can only look at one game at a time. Um, you know, like Tullerone, we played Dane's Fort yesterday, and uh, Dane's very very tight. And they were up before pints. There was only a couple of minutes to go. That was minus Richie Hogan and the two or three other lads that were injured. And um, they will take great. You know, um, hope both teams from that game. They they go. Dane's Fort looked like they were going to win from a long way out, and you know Tullerone got there near the end, but. Probably only barely got over the line. So, where we are on that table. Um, I, I was in Thomastown this morning. I saw the Shamrocks being turned over, but they really were being turned over. They were turned over. And they looked a very poor outfit this morning in Thomastown against the bridge. Yeah, well, the only thing was Bennis Bridge. There's never a poor Bennis Bridge team since I've been playing. It started with that glorious team that won the junior. 
they probably won a minor before that but they, they went on and won the junior and they won the intermediate and then came up senior we used to play the Venice Bridge a lot that time intermediate like the way Limerick play the game now they were playing that 10 years ago oh. a glorious team love playing around with the ball you have Nicky Clear Brian Lannan you know Jason you have the Morrissey's um, you know, I think uh, Liam is back from from Australia. I think right. for today's game, you know, your brother David Blanchfield and Kevin Blanchfield is one of the most hurlers I've been watching since mm. he was probably fifteen or sixteen years old. One of the best midfielders in club hurling, Kenny, for for many a, a year. So Bennis Bridge would be a match for anybody. Mm. And um, Shamrocks then are the Shamrocks, like you know, you know, no, nah, I would say right off the Shamrocks at your peril, like you know, we've been writing them off every year for the last five years. They're five in a row champions. So, and they'll probably have a few lads back Colin I think is coming back and a few more of them coming back so you know the Shamrocks are, are the Shamrocks they're great forwards so what's so, a play for Tommy? Oh, it's a play for Barry and uh, really looking forward to it thanks for all Tommy yeah thanks a million Barry well is that alright? that's brilliant Barry well done and uh, your half time score 2-7 to 7 uh, it's uh, 2 it's no yeah 2-7 to 7 at half time as far as I can see yeah Fish. Um, one, be... one second I want to get somebody with better eyes than me <laughs> we'll... it's 2-8 to 7 2-8 to 7 2-8 okay. to 7 that's compliments of uh, Mr. John w- John Hall of the BBC <laughs> <laughs> alright <laughs> and I won't tell you what he just has to say to me and we'll call him we'll call him <laughs> we'll call him to leave the field but the language was there yeah, we'll call him Sir, Sir John. <laughs> so, all right. All right, thanks, Barry. And uh, that's Barry Henriquez there talking to uh, Tommy Walsh. And Tommy seeing the championship really open. We'll have an interview with Richie Hogan a little bit later on, maybe uh, around five o'clock or so, just uh, after that uh, junior match is finished because uh, it's a 30-minute interview and uh, um, we don't want to be... Um, keeping the, 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 the score lines on that junior game uh, too far apart. Now it's back to more mundane things like uh, the Emeralds and John Locks. Barry, how is it going there in the second half? Uh, kind of alright, Pat. Uh, it was 2-8 to 7 points at half time as we said and then on the turnover, two very good points, one from a free, one from play by Ryan Bergen. Brothers within 4 in 2-8 uh, to 9 five points between us at that stage but then two points there in the, in the six and seven minutes just gone uh, leaves the score at this moment in time the Emeralds two goals and ten points uh, the Locks not nine that's um, 16 to nine, seven points between us uh, that's the way it is the uh, Locks had a, a good opening first ten minutes but I think the Emeralds lads are coming back into it and they're, they're, the, the lads like their centre forward Derek Queeley and Ollie Kenny and Adam Barneville are playing well Killing Drive playing quite well in the middle of the field too so anyway it's 2-10 uh, two, uh, two to 9 points 2-12 to 9 points Pat there was 2 points scored there while it was there is it is 2-12 sorry about that Pat it's 2-12 to 9 points here in Tullerone uh, the Emmer's out in front at this stage and look likely winner here we go stay with me for a second we're on the attack to Alan O'Sullivan flying up the middle he gives it across the middle over and there's a point for the locks we can do with every one of them and that ball went straight over the bar point for John Locks 2-12 to 10 points John Locks here in um, uh, here in Tullerone the time according to my watch anyway about 12 minutes to play on the second half back to you in the studio ok Barry so uh, those couple of goals making all the difference in this game to Emeralds in control 212 to 10 points the hour of 4 o'clock 
Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Uh, pass, Pat, Pat. Oh, no, the no, the It's now the MRC goes in 16 points. Uh, John Knox have 10 points on the scoreboard. And the clock says that there's uh, 16 minutes, 46 minutes, 16 minutes gone in this second half. You know, there was a... Locks were going kind of well when they had it down to about... Uh, Five, 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 five points and then the Emmers got a second goal which uh, was a, a very very good goal indeed and left the goalkeeper absolutely helpless he went inside the full back and the corner back he just careered through them and the young lad in the goal young young Barco in the goal uh, sorry uh, some Bambrick his name is Gavin Bambrick he's only a young lad really a schoolboy he had no chance whatsoever he had no chance with any of the three goals no Pat you know I played in goal for a long time and at most of the time you get a chance but this young lad in the goal had no chance as uh, the locks are attacking up on our left hand side to, um Derek Queeley has been absolutely central to most of what the uh, Emmers lads are putting over and under the, uh, the John Locke point uh, bar at this at this stage. Uh, the lead quite comfortably, 316 to 10 points. And with all due respect, I wish this game was over. Okay, we might come to you when it's nearly over so Barry 3.16 to 10 points as a contest I think it's uh, more or less decided, there are 15 points in it now uh, in the Emeralds favour Alright Mark Power he's been playing away there and in the Walker Cup he was 2 up after 6 but now it's all square after 9 so that's the situation there as our reporter Dennis Brophy has text us in uh, there so uh, Mark Power all square, he was a winner in the foursomes this morning so uh, that wasn't too bad so he's hoping to follow it up with a win here was Crystal Palace have beaten Wolves 3-2 Liverpool 3-0 winners of Aston Villa and Arsenal and Manchester United well they're nil-nil after 13 minutes and Celtic beat Rangers in the old firm derby in Ibrox OK local soccer St. Cancer Credit Union Premier Division Bridge United 4 Thomastown United 8-2 that was the only game in that and uh, in uh, the Division 1 Tullerone 4 River Rangers 1 Division 2 East End United 3 Stonyford United 1 Dean Celtic B 0 Brookville 3 Thomastown United B 2 Castle Warren 0 and Evergreen 46-1 St. John's 5 so, and uh, there was also a game on Saturday evening in uh, the Division 1 Evergreen B beat Evergreen C 3-0 played under lights on the Kells Road and there's going to be plenty more matches on Saturday nights in the Kilkenny and District League as uh, the season develops back to Tullerone the Emeralds well in control when we were last there against John Locks Barry Henriquez yeah, welcome back, Willis. Welcome back to Tullerone. But that's the only welcome you're going to get from me, Pat. The Emirates absolutely walloped us off the, off the park. They won eventually, pulling up in second gear, four goals and 18 points to 15 points. And it pains me, it pains me, Pat, to report the score like that against my beloved John Knox. But be that as it may, that's the way it is at the moment. Four eighteen to 15 points. And I'm going home with a heavy heart. The Emirates lads are up in it. Well, they're well pleased that they came up here and they won and they won very very well 
playing in second gear. Back to you in the studio, Pat. Thanks, Barry. We feel your pain. We've often been there. And uh, the Emeralds taking on uh, Dane's Fort in minor hurling tomorrow night down Dane's Fort. So we'll see how that goes. And the Emeralds in uh, their Ryan B League champions and uh, uh, very much fancied for the championship as well. But uh, you never know how these games can go. Championship and league are so much different. And uh, plenty of minor championship games tomorrow night. And uh, they'll probably be all going on around half past six. So we see, can we get in a few of those?